Welcome to episode 77 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. And today we are talking all things JV partnerships, joint venture partnerships, and how do you know if this is the right partnership for you? Stick around to find out. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right, so today we are talking all things JV partnerships. And how do you know whether or not this partner is the right partner for you? All right, so first of all, JV partnership stands for joint venture partnerships. And that's a fancy way of saying you and somebody else or more than one person are going to do something together. You're gonna do something together. That's it. That's a JV partnership. And people kind of try to make it sound like it's something bigger than it is. And really, that's all it is. Now, there are a lot of different ways to go about a JV partnership. And I'm going to talk about them today. And I'm going to talk about Clubhouse and how you can do JV partnerships on and off of Clubhouse. This episode really has nothing to do with Clubhouse, but something happened to me recently on Clubhouse and I definitely wanted to bring it up. All right, so the first thing to remember about a JV partnership is it really should be mutually beneficial. It should be beneficial to both or all parties involved in the partnership. And the best way, I think, to decide on who you're going to partner with is somebody who has a similar, but not exactly the same, audience. Somebody who has a similar audience, but not exactly the same audience. And I think it's helpful to, when you're going to partner with somebody, to make sure it's somebody who doesn't do exactly what you do. Because if they do exactly the same thing you do, if they are, um, I don't know, if they are a florist and they're a florist who really focuses in on the exact same specialties that you do, that really is a competitor. But if it's just a florist or if it's somebody, for example, who makes candles, well, that can align beautifully with a florist, flowers and candles, that goes together beautifully. And you can ship both of them. So it's not uh, just, you know, local only. So that is awesome. But somebody who is, you know, a business of the exact same type and the exact same size with the exact same niche and audience, I don't think that's a good job, a good idea for a JV partnership. I don't think you'd be doing yourself any service um, or doing a good job of choosing them if that's the person who who you partner with. So just be careful about that. Okay, so it really should benefit both audiences. Now, how it benefits both audiences, that's up to you. And you're gonna have to really figure that out. So um, I have talked with, you know, friends of mine recently who are doing courses together. So each person put in, you know, X amount 
of the course and they all put it together and they're all going to benefit from the course. Well, that's great. That's a great idea if you want to do that. But that means that, yes, you did not have to do all the work in the course. So that's a benefit. And you do get some money out of the profits, but you don't get 100% of the profits. In fact, you're only going to get a percentage of the profits. And how you divide that up is up to you. Now, what happens sometimes is sometimes you have two or let's say three people going in on some kind of program. And so everybody does a part of the program. That's a great idea. But what happens is sometimes and usually it's not an equal split. In other words, somebody might do 40% and the other person might do 60. Or somebody might do 20% and the other person do 30 and the third person do 50. And then if you're Dividing that up equally, well, that's your choice to divide up the profits equally, but you did not divide the work equally. And so in my mind, the profits should really not be divided equally. So um, you really need to think through things really pretty clearly and pretty thoroughly before entering into a JV partnership because JV partnerships come and go a lot. And they many times go because people don't have all of those things figured out. Another thing to think about is when you do a partnership with somebody, how big is their list? How big is your list? If you have a list of 5,000 and and you've really, you know, you've really niched down on this list, you've called the list and you don't have people on the list who are just kind of sticking around, you this is really a good a good list. So if you have a list of 5,000 like that and your friend has a list of 10,000, but really it's mostly people who never open up the emails, that's not exactly a balanced situation. Because if it's a list of 10,000, that could sound great. But if their open rate is basically zero, that's not going to help you all at you out at all if you in fact are partnering with them. So you want to make sure to just make things as clear as possible all the way around so that all the parties really are happy. All right. The third thing that I want to talk about is that it really should align with your brand. So whoever you are partnering with, their brand should align with your brand. And by that, I don't mean just what they sell or just what they do. I mean them as a person. I'm going to get into kind of an unfortunate situation here. Okay. So uh, pipe in unfortunate situation music. I don't have any music like that. It would be sad music. So I don't keep that kind of music around. Just think of it in your head. All right. So I did, that was a sigh. I did um, a, a comod. I was a comod. In other words, somebody was moderating with me and actually they were my comod. So they were moderating with me in my clubhouse room, and it was under my clubhouse club, which is Business Fabulous for Female Entrepreneurs. That club, by the way, is over 38,000 people right now. So we had a nice amount of people coming to the room, um, and she was a business coach, and she sought me out and said, hey, you know, why don't we do a club together and whatever? So I was like, yeah, sure. And I did not vet her. I did not vet her. And that is my fault. It's really, 
it's not a good thing what I did. Please do not do this. Please, please, please vet the people who you are going to be moderating with and please make sure that they align with your brand, meaning not just with what you sell, not just with what you do, but who you are and what you're about. All right, so this is this is why this person did not align with me. So yes, she was a business coach and um, you know, she had a different size amount of people following her on Instagram than I did. And I had a different amount of people on Clubhouse than she did. So I thought, eh, okay, why not try it? Well, that's about as much vetting as I did, which is a, a big, big mistake. This woman who, yes, she was a business coach. Um, she was not in business as long as I was at all. And her approach to business was very, very different from mine. Now, the fact that she had been in business for fewer years, that's not why it was not a good choice in my mind. It was not a good choice because of the way she went about business. All she did was talk about money until I made it quite clear in a very uh, nice way that that's not what we focus on in Business Fabulous for Female Entrepreneurs. All she did was talk about sales and how many Ks this and how many Ks that, and she was going to cross over the whatever mark. And I, you know, I put a kibosh to that as fast as I could. She made two comments and she was about to make the third when I stopped her. Uh, the third in terms of just focusing on how many K's and, and all the money and all of that. And I said, you know, I, I said, I just need to say something here. And that is that focusing on the amount of K's is not really, in my opinion, the best way to go about business. And it's not what we focus on in Business Fabulous for Female Entrepreneurs. In fact, somebody could have, let's say, a 500,000, you know, launch, a launch of 500K, but really they don't have a launch of that many K at all because they've got a huge team that they have to pay and a lot of money in Facebook and Instagram sales that they have to pay. So I said, we, you know, talking Ks doesn't really amount to anything because you have no idea if the person's actually profiting that and very likely they're not. And so I just kind of put it that way and she stopped with that. And um, and it was really, it was totally my fault. I should have vetted her. I did not. We will never be doing anything together. In fact, I've blocked her everywhere because that is not somebody that I want in my stratosphere and I do not want her in my rooms any longer. Not only did she do that, okay? So that was unfortunate, but I put a kibosh to it. Well, not only that. She also hit up every single person in the audience because I got multiple DMs afterwards saying things like, OMG, you know, she hit me up right away to pay for her services and she would not stop. So that is really, really not good. So when people join my clubhouse rooms, I thank them for being there 
And that's really it. I thank them for being there. If I ever send them a link, it's because I say that I have a link to something, but there's nowhere to get it. And, you know, if they want it, I'll DM the link, you know, afterwards or something like that. So then if somebody says, yeah, you know, DM me the link, then I'll DM them the link. But usually, almost always, I have the links in my link tree of my Instagram. I can, I have the link for a bit.ly link and I can say that and they can easily find what they're looking for on my website. So almost always I've got those links set up ahead of time. The only time I will send a link is if, you know, somebody asked for it or I said specifically, oh shoot, you know, I thought I had this ready. I do not have it ready. I'm going to go ahead and send it out because this is what I'm referring to. You know, if you're interested, go ahead, you know, go ahead and, and check it out that sort of thing. But almost always I've got those links ready and I certainly do not you know, do a cold DM. A cold DM is DMing somebody who happened to show up in your in your room, did not ask for your services, and then you proceed to hound them about everything that you have for sale. So that's a horrible, <laughs> I think, a horrible way to go about business. And that's exactly what she did. So please, please vet your JV partnerships. That is the moral for today. That's the lesson for today. All right. So that's my unfortunate story about Clubhouse. And I'm sorry that I did not vet her. Okay. Back to what to do for JV partnerships. So you definitely want to, the next point I want to make um, clear is that you definitely want to work out the details of the partnership. Now, this could be the percentage split. It could be the dollar amount. It could be, you know, I want to make sure that everybody has a list of this much, an Instagram following of this, a LinkedIn following of that, you know, whatever it is. And then almost what is more important than that is how you're going to promote it. Because what happens a lot of times is you figure out, okay, you know, our lists are about the same size or our lists complement each other and what we do complements each other. And, you know, I definitely, I, you know, we've got the same vibe and, and we love that. We're going to split everything 50-50. Great. But then they forget about the promotion. The promotion's really, really important. And um, so how are you going to promote your partnership? Are you just saying that you're going to be JV partners, but then only one of you is actually promoting the things? Um, if there's going to be any advertising, who's going to be doing the advertising? Are you going to split the cost for that as well? And is somebody just going to be an affiliate for you? This actually is, I think, the easiest way to go about a partnership. So let's say that you have a program coming up. You've got a launch for a program or you're going to relaunch a program, whatever. You're going to resell a program. You've got a program coming up and you want other people to help you promote it. Well, that's a great thing to do. And then for those people give them each an affiliate link. And then when sales come in through that person's link, so it's like that person's sale of your product, then they get a percentage amount or they get a dollar amount for each one of those sales. So think about this and you can set this up very easily. Kajabi does it all for you. But if you don't have Kajabi, you can manually do it other ways. Um, it's just more of a pain. But 
Hijabi does everything for you with affiliates. It's amazing. So um, they'll give you an affiliate link and then they track the sales. You can send them the reports straight through Kajabi. And, you know, then you decide, do you, you know, send them a check each month? Do you put it in their PayPal each month? You know, how does it work? How are you going to do it? So it's fabulous. And I love that you can send the reports straight through Kajabi too. If you're interested in Kajabi, uh, please feel free to sign up for a time to chat bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash talk to Bonnie, all lowercase, and sign up for the Kajabi tour. And it will be you and me, 30 minutes together, and I will give you a tour of the back end of my Kajabi website and show you all the bells and whistles. Whistles. Okay, so I am an, an affiliate for Kajabi. I'm also a founder and a beta tester and a very, very happy customer. I'm actually in one of their ads. Okay, so um, affiliates, I think, is the easiest way. So if I'm going to be an affiliate for your program that you have coming up, I'm going to promote the program however you know I choose to promote it or however you give me, uh, you know, the... the um, the different things to promote it. So the images, the you can give me the copy, you can just give me the affiliate link, and then I choose to promote it. However, you give me a video, you know, you decide, you give me whatever it is that you've got for me to promote it, or you just give me the affiliate link to use, however you want to do it. And then I'm going to promote your product. And then for everybody who buys your product through my link, that link is going to track how many of those sales. And then you're going to be giving me a dollar amount for each sale or a percentage of the price of the product. And that percentage, by the way, varies greatly among people. So sometimes people will do 30% right? Sometimes people will do 50%. Sometimes people will do 10 or 15 or 20. So it doesn't matter um, what percentage you pick or what dollar amount you pick. Just make sure that you and your affiliates know going into it what that percentage or what that dollar amount is. So affiliates is definitely another way of doing a JV partnership. And um, so is stage time on uh, Clubhouse. So if you want to uh, give somebody stage time on Clubhouse and, you know, you're kind of helping each other out that way so they get to introduce themselves and they get, you know, a mod badge, they get that little green asterisk is what it is. People call it a green bean. It looks nothing like a green bean, Um, but uh, they get that little badge on, you know, on their avatar picture and everybody knows that they are a moderator. And so by being a moderator, a lot of times people will follow you, but there's no guarantee. And so it's best actually when you're a moderator to not just get time to introduce yourself, but to also get stage time, to also get time to answer questions, to get time to show that you are indeed an expert uh, an expert in your field. So you want to make sure to give the stage time to people, but also um, not just give them time, but give them time to really put them in the spotlight. And I think that's really important. So when you moderate with people, I really feel it is important that everybody gets time in the spotlight, not just everybody gets time to introduce themselves. That doesn't really do anything for anyone. 
but it, that you get time to really answer questions and really um, show yourself as an expert in your field. That will get people to follow you. That is what gets people to to really want to purchase your products, your programs, your services, get to know you better, DM you. That's what makes people want to further the relationship more than just following on Clubhouse. A Clubhouse follow doesn't really do a whole lot at all. So um, in fact, you don't want to just follow people on social media you because then you're guaranteed to miss what they're going to be posting. You're going to see a percentage of what they post, but you're definitely not ever going to see everything they post. So it's important to follow people and also to set the notifications to all the time, all the time, because the default the default is going to be on sometimes. So you want to make sure, just like they say on YouTube, to ring the bell, to click follow, and then a bell will pop up ring the bell. So click on the bell and set the notifications to all the time. Then you're much more likely to actually see what it is that they're doing on Clubhouse. You will get those notifications. You're much more likely to catch them. Be sure to follow their club as well, because that's another way uh, to find out what they're doing. And then on YouTube, if you subscribe and you set the notifications to all the time, then you will subscribe means you have access to all the videos, but setting the notifications to all the time means you're going to be notified every single time a new video drops. And that's what you want. I think that's what I want on YouTube anyway, um, because I don't subscribe to a million different YouTube channels. Um, the, I subscribe to many, and then the ones that I absolutely want to keep up with the latest episodes, those are the ones that I set the notifications to all the time. And on Clubhouse, you really do have to set the notifications to all the time to even have a, a, you know, a better chance of catching when that person's doing rooms. Okay, so uh, so that is one way to think about JV partnerships in terms of stage time. So overall, I think JV partnerships are amazing. I really do. It's a fabulous way to increase your sales. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a fabulous way to increase your sales. It's also a fabulous way to help somebody else increase their sales and for you to get compensated all at the same time. So think about JV partnerships. I hope this helps you. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know what you think about this episode or any episode, you can go to my podcast page, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast. And on the top in the middle, there's an orange button and you can leave me a speak pipe message. You can leave me a voice message of up to 90 seconds. That's a really long time for a voicemail. So you can record a lot of information in there. And if you give me some feedback for the episode and, uh, and you know, it's feedback that will really help the audience, I am more than happy to share that on future episodes. So feel free to do that. Also, if you want me to cover a topic that I have not yet covered, feel free to leave me a message on my speak pipe as well. There's another way to reach out to me, which is listener at bonnielfrank.com. That is listener at bonnielfrank.com. I love that you were here. I'm so happy that you are. Here is to JV partnerships and to being business fabulous. I'll see you around.